Every town has a dark side. This is Andrew Fitzgerald from the Every Town Podcast, where every single week we dive into insane and mysterious true crime stories, most of which you've never heard of. Stories like the bizarre disappearance of Tyler Davis in Columbus, Ohio, a 29-year-old father trying to find his way back to his hotel when he disappeared and was never heard from again, and Elizabeth Shelf from Lugoff, South Carolina, who was abducted from her driveway by a madman and taken to his underground bunker in the woods. And we give you all the details you're interested in hearing about without any fluff or fillers, because ain't nobody got time for that. We cover everything from psychopaths to poltergeists, so go check out the Everytown podcast, because every town, no matter how nice it may seem, has a dark side. the horse show show it dissects mutilates dismembers and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean i'm joe we're back so that's good (laughs) (laughs) as opposed to not being back um where were we i don't remember what happened why didn't we record Oh, because Buzz Breadsticks uh, hosted oh, like fucking six, WrestleMania. six nights of, of wrestling <laughs> entertainment. That's uh, right. Our our buddy Buzz, um, he hosted an art show. He hosted, what else did he host? I mean, we watched some live events uh, leading up to WrestleMania, and he hosted uh, a hardcore tea party, yeah, which, which was Joe and Buzz. Drinking as many, what do they call those? Twisted teas. Twisted teas as they can Dog in 30 shit. minutes. <laughs> Fucking gross. We have video of it. It, it sucks. wasn't that good to release. It was just. <laughs> it's just watching two people be, be miserable. Yeah, yeah, really. And just drink stuff that they never wanted to drink. <laughs> um, so, little house cleaning. Uh, I need to thank the donors, first of all, from Patreon. But I couldn't remember who I thanked in the first one. So, I'm just going to thank everyone. And uh, definitely some overlaps here. But. Thank you. Oh, boy, this, we start out with this name. Elise Henripin. Thank you. Robert Potts. That's easy. Daniel Harrington. Elliot Cole. Brian Jackson. Casey Cotter. Thank you guys so much for donating. Yeah, fucking awesome. It is so awesome that we can pay some of our bills. In the last episode, I said it pays for all of our hosting. That was a lie because I forget all the other little things we have to pay, but it paid for, uh, like putting the show Dude, up. Anything's amazing. Yeah. Yes, that is very true. <laughs> Any like honestly, the they're I'm grateful for anything. It's it's amazing. So today, and then uh what else should oh we should probably plug the Patreon page. 
And that's uh, patreon.com slash I hate horror, I think, or I hate horror dot patreon.com. One of those things. Um, <laughs> you can go there. You can donate. Uh, we have three tiers. I'm thinking about messing with them, but that's probably just me overthinking it. But it's uh, $2. You get, well, thank you. And you get a sticker. And I think we're going to print some new stickers soon. So I'll send those out to everyone. Um, $5, you get some of the audio bonus content, um, bonus episodes eventually, but outtakes and things like that. And then the $10, uh, bracket, which gets you, uh, like exclusive video content and live streams like we're doing now. Um, but we're doing this free for everybody because, um, yeah, just so you guys can see what it's like. And this is the first time we're doing it. So hopefully it is, uh, hopefully it works. I don't know. I don't know how it works. It's science. It's no, it's not science. It's magic. Um, but we're doing that. Um, there, there, if you're, if you, you're not going to hear this, <laughs> hear what I was going to be like, Oh, if you're listening to this, tune in, oh. but this is, this is <laughs> a radio. Not, not we're a just radio. talking to yeah. a machine that records us and sends it onto the internet later. Um, if only it was that easy and not time consuming loved ones. So, this was a pick kind of out of the blue. I f- fucking love this movie. It was, it was quite good. I'd never seen it before. You'd never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you really like it or just kind of like it or where were you? It's in it? between of really like and kind of like. I loved it. The second time I watched it was less impressive, but I don't know if it's because the shocks aren't there. I, I will say the thing that I liked the most about it is that it was just right to the point. Like it didn't beat around the bush about anything. It just gave no. you like, like it, it gave you what you it set it up know. and it just gave it to you. That's and then it, it ended. That's it. It was perfect. It, yeah. it starts it with craziness and uh, it's, I don't even want to say slow. It just tells the background story for like the first half hour. And not even. Not even. No, you're it's right. Like, it's, it's like, like 10 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It really is. And when I'm rewatching it the second time, I'm like, how did I not like see any of this? Like when they, when you realize um, who, who's captured um, our, our lead male in it, I was like, oh, that's crazy. And then I'm rewatching it. I was like, that's not crazy at all. It's very <laughs> obvious from the moment you meet that girl. Like, of course. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Um, but no, um, yeah, like you said, it starts off with a bang, and then it literally gives you like ten minutes of backstory, and it was enough to make it all make sense. And then yeah. it's just nonstop from there. Yeah, uh, directed by Sean Byrne in two thousand nine, who had only done shorts up until then. What co- what country was this? Australia. Australia, I think. I hope I don't offend anyone. I think if you're it's right. New Zealand, but I do think it's Australia. Um, he did this, in, so he did a bunch of shorts. He did this in two thousand nine, and then he didn't do his next movie till. 2015. What was his next movie? Uh, it's called The Devil's Candy, which I have not seen. I haven't seen it. Um, but it got similar ratings to this one in, every, in all the aggregators that I saw. So it's got to be on par with it. Or Oh, who knows? Because ratings are bullshit anyway. As, we, <laughs> Very as, true. as we've learned. That could be just a big pile of dump and everyone would. I'm sure it's not, though. This was very coherent. Oh, uh, it was so good. Uh, $4 million budget. We were just talking about how I don't understand how money is spent. No. Like, this looks way, like, it looks like they put way more money into it than See No Evil. I completely agree. See No Evil looks like a pile of (laughs) crap. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. We're doing See No Evil next (laughs) on the next episode. Um, Yeah. um, That's that's when you know there's a lot of padding in those other things. 
Well, granted, See No Evil has a cast of like 67 people. Yeah, and they probably spent like $4 million like getting people drinks and stuff in between it, takes. It had to be. Like, it. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. Like, I have no concept of money, like how they, how they use it during movies. Because for like, this was a beautiful looking movie. Yeah. $4 million. It's dumb. It's dumb. Unfortunately, this grossed a lot less than See No Evil. Of course it did. $254,000. Two hundred and fifty-four. How many theaters was it released? I don't know because it was Australia, and um, we don't know anything about Australian no, theaters. Yeah, they might not even have a movie theater, <laughs> <laughs> which makes it like a huge hit, right? If there's no movie theaters, then like the biggest person. movie in Australian history. <laughs> uh, they shot this in four weeks. Really? Yeah, I can see that. Not a lot of settings. That's that's yeah. where I get confused. Not so much the budget, but time because people are like this cat is jingling yeah so i'm gonna apologize normally i take her collar off and i forgot she, she's got a beautiful diamond collar though she's a baller um yeah the time thing though gets me because like four weeks i feel like that's a lot of time but then at the same time i'm like could i make a movie in four weeks there's no way fuck no no way multiple sets and it took us two hours to set up this <laughs> it does it takes an absurd amount of time oh god it pisses me off uh so dude and like when you film movies, you always film scenes out of order. There's yes. no way I would ever be able to get it straight to make like coherent. I have no idea how they do that. I don't either. How do I'm, you not shoot in or, like chronological I, it order? It needs to be in chronological order. And that's probably why we can't make movies. Everyone would be wearing different outfits every day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, there'd be no consistency. Our, uh, our IMDb, uh, what do they call that? The goof page. Goof page would be just, oh, it would just be the movie. It would just be a description <laughs> of the movie scene by scene. Um, uh, so our characters for the loved ones, Brent, our long haired guy that looks like he's from workaholics. Okay. Uh, Lola, our villain, villainess, Holly, the love interest. Um, and then Mia and Jamie, who no real connection to the main story. They were the only parts that I thought were like filler. They were such filler, but there's a story behind that, which I will tell now, just because you called it um, filler. Uh, so this movie was close to being rated. Their rating system is different down there. But it was almost like one of those, like I guess the equivalent to X-rated, 18+. Plus, and they wanted to get that down. And for some reason, uh, the Australian, the way they rate it, is like if you put in some comedy... It's okay. Really? If you break up like just vi- pure viciousness with comedy, they're like, eh, all right, we can, we'll lower the rating. All right. <laughs> so they added these characters and uh, they're supposed to be like the comic relief. That makes it even better because they still made it like it didn't like take a, take you out of the story. Not at all. And I mean, they're, they're kind of connected in a way, but not at all related to the story. Um it's a boy, Jamie, uh, and this girl, Mia, and Jamie's friends with the lead guy, but never sees him after the opening scene. And Mia is the daughter of a police officer who... Uh, and she's related she, to someone else, as you find out. Yes. So oh, yes. It does yes, all yes, tie yes, together. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah. Really, really interesting movie. Um, so, we open up. Uh, Brent and his father are driving down the road, and they... They wreck this car. They just it, it's it's kind of a tough scene to watch. Just I mean, 
it's just fucked up. But they're driving down a road. They see a kid in the middle of the road. He's got a huge heart, like, carved into his chest. All bloodied, shirtless. Yeah, they swerve to avoid it, and they nail a tree, and uh, Brent's dad dies. Is that my phone buzzing? (laughs) I thought I turned it off. I like how how you... (laughs) Like, left no suspense to the listeners. Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> He's dead. Um, well, ah, man, there's just so much to talk about in this. So, um, Well, they don't let you know that right away either. It cuts to six months later. Six months later, which it, I didn't realize until the second time it, it was like that short of a period of time because I, I thought years had gone by, but nope. Nope, nope, nope. Um, but, yeah, six months later, Brent's having a hard time with the death of his dad. Um and he's he's at school, <laughs> and he's approached by this girl Lola, who we'll find out. Was Lola cute? Yes, so cute. Right. And they did her best to make her look like a little frumpy with like yeah, but she was jean shorts, but she was. Totally it was reason. just like one of those like it's like the <laughs> she's the, all that she's all that where it's like you she's take, just wearing glasses. Yeah, you take <laughs> a beautiful <laughs> actress and you just put your hair in a ponytail and wear jeans and put on glasses and you're like, oh look, she's so <laughs> she's so hideous. <laughs> They'll never get her attractive wait, that's, again. Wait, that's the movie where like Paul Walker's pointing out all these girls, the, like yeah, <laughs> the most disgusting people ever, and he's like, he chooses her as like the most hideous one, the one that he'll never get. Yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, the, yeah. Like, oh, man, she'll never get good looking. <laughs> so stupid. Passes up a girl. It's like picking her ass. So, so disgusting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'd much rather talk about she's all that than see no you. Yeah, maybe that's what we'll do. Um, <laughs> Lola asks him to prom, but he says he's already going with Holly. He he turns her down so politely. It's the nicest way you like, could- I was thinking of what I would do, and I would just probably slowly back up and just go to my car without, without saying anything. I mean, if she's supposed to be the the hideous freak of the school, yeah, like, he did that in the nicest way possible. And uh, I just, <laughs> they were in a tough spot because, like, you need to make this guy, like, a sympathetic character. And, like, in that situation, it just makes so much more sense for him to be like, go fuck yourself. Like for the rest of the events to kind of add up, but um, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. But he's got to be like motivation. a sympathetic character, yeah. yeah. So they were kind of in a, a tough spot with that. Um, then we're also introduced to Jamie, who's just like this goofball, and he immediately goes up to this like goth girl, and it, like he's like, "I'm just going to ask her to prom," and he does, and she says yes. <laughs> That's that, and it, those two cracked me up. Honestly, D- that. That chemistry later, that the later scenes when he picks her up for prom made me laugh so hard. Yeah, he gives agreed. her the flowers. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I couldn't find black flowers." <laughs> um, so that was awesome. Um, but Jamie's kind of a turd, um, essentially. Um, so our our guy uh, Brent and his girlfriend Holly are in a car. Weirdest sex scene ever. Well, not ever. I shouldn't say that. There's a lot of weirder sex scenes out there, but it, yeah, there definitely is. Sucking on boobs is just odd. Well, the whole thing about it is like, yeah, they're in like the school parking lot, aren't they? Yeah, and he's sucking on her boobs, and then he's all like mutilated because he's cutting himself, which you assume he's doing because his dad died. Yeah, and he immediately gets a blowjob, and Lola's staring in the car watching, dude, him. like <laughs> right outside, like not even that far away, which. 
Wouldn't you be on like kind of high alert? First of all, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you ever done anything in a car, you're so nervous. It's not even enjoyable. No, you're so no. fucking nervous the entire time. Like who's gonna drive by? Especially if you're in the school parking lot. Oh man. And plus, you're getting blown. It's not like it's not like you're having sex while you get your heads down or whatever. He's literally just sitting there. Yeah. Like there's no reason why he can't just, just like really his enjoy. Head. Just really enjoying himself. <laughs> um. So. I mean, at this point, you should obviously know Lola is uh, nuts, up to no good. Yeah, yeah. this is this spe- this is and why again? Why at this point I was like, I don't know who's kidnapping him. Like, what the fuck is the matter? With wait, me? wait, wait. So the first time you didn't know, you were like surprised. At yeah, I was like kind of surprised. Okay. Like, I mean, I was like, oh, this makes sense, but I was like, oh, nice little twist there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this scene was the no said at all. Like, who, who would watch a guy get a blowjob? Like. Oh man! Except other guys, because guys are <laughs> except everyone that watches porn. And yeah. well, that too, I guess. Um, yeah. So <laughs> um, we meet uh, Brent's mom, who's a basket case now from the death of the father, yeah. and doesn't want Brent driving. Doesn't want Brent driving with people, and is just an overall nervous wreck. And um, he, I, I thought she didn't like Holly, but I, I think she just didn't like the idea of Holly driving him to prom. Right, because I, I got the uh, impression that she was nervous of him getting in cars with somebody who's yeah. not and, experienced. Yeah, and Brent's a little angsty, so he... <laughs> this was probably, like, the least enjoyable part of the movie for me was when it's, like, just teen angst, and he's just like... <laughs> and he, like, runs away. Just climbs a mountain. Just climbs a mountain. <laughs> and his fucking dog... Climbs that mountain better than any human can. And he has no hands. Dude, he starts climbing up the mountain and the dog just runs up somehow. It's like a vertical wall. It's not even like a hike. This kid's not hiking. He's climbing up a, a vertical wall of rocks. And the dog just kind of like I, trots up. I didn't notice that, but now you said And that. it's just hanging out on top <laughs> waiting for him. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Also, why do people climb mountains to smoke weed? Like, I don't want to do anything. Like, well, when I used to smoke. Yeah. I just want to sit there. Everyone I know always wants to go hiking. Dude. So unenjoyable. We had a friend that did that shit. He wanted to play basketball all the time. When I, when I used to smoke this kid, be like, we'd smoke and then we'd sit down and watch TV because we're human beings. <laughs> yeah. And we were just relaxing and he'd come in all wound up and be like, let's go play basketball. Yeah, I don't get that. I'd be like, no, I don't really don't want to play basketball. I'd be wearing like cowboy boots. Like, what are you talking about? I just want to die. Like, I just <laughs> want to lay here and die. And uh, I, f- I fucking hated it. But uh, anyway, he's my dear friend. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying that to him. Uh, he makes it up to the top of the mountain. Was though. it Buzz? No, it was. Um, I don't want to say it. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, I could say Miriam. <laughs> you don't want to say it. Well, that could be a first name or last name. <laughs> It could be. And there's like four of them at our school. Like all of Nobody's them. named Miriam. First name Miriam. Fuck out of here. It's like Thurman Merman. Miriam Shmeriam. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So he gets to the top of the wall. And we see a guy come up. Knock him out with. Uh, what's that stuff called? Like chloroform? Chloroform. Yes. Chloroform. Knocks him out with the chloroform. Um. Throws his ass in the car and drives away. It's just, it's 
it's such a good setup. Like, I don't know, man. This movie, I just love this movie. Like, again, it just starts out so fast. Like, there's no, like... Wait, that, that's what we were saying before. Like, there was no real time. It, it had that little bit of time to set up the story. Like, yeah. the dad died. He's grieving. The mom's grieving. And then it just picks up and it doesn't let up from there. Have you seen Wolf Creek? Yeah. Okay. It, like, in Wolf Creek, and this is what a lot of horror movies do, and I, I don't blame them, and I like Wolf Creek, but it's interesting because Wolf Creek... Like, in this situation, you imagine the guy, whoever's kidnapping him, uh, meeting him at a building or being, like, at a bar and being, like, there's, like, this whole talking scene where it's, like, you're getting weird vibes. Scoping him out. Yeah, Yeah. scoping him out type of situation. And that doesn't happen here. This guy just straight up pulls up behind him and is, like, fuck it. Yeah. Chloroforms him and takes him him away. Um, And we get to that scene with Jamie picking up Mia and just... He's in a corduroy jacket and a tuxedo T-shirt, and her dad's a cop, like you said. Yeah, and he has a he has a dog who's a drug sniffing dog, and the kid has a bunch of weed in his pocket. I love that scene. It, the dog's just sniffing his balls. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, what a crazy dog!" Um, the kid is <laughs> such a nerd, uh, and yeah, making jokes like about the fires. Well, I I couldn't find them in black. <laughs> so good. Um, well, they've realized Brent is MIA. Holly shows up to mom's house and uh, again, like it's, it's so fast. Like you expect this to happen like three quarters of the way through the movie. Like before that, before she shows up, she changes in front of her fucking dad. Holly does. Wait, Lola. Lola does. Oh, I thought it was Holly. No. Okay. So then that's why my note makes no sense. Like, why the fuck is Holly changing in front of her dad? Yeah. No, that's Lola. Okay. All right. And yeah, that is that makes way more sense. Fucking then. crazy. Um, yeah, no, that's nuts. Uh, so yeah, Lola and her dad. Her dad brings her a a bag, a gift bag. She opens it. It's got shoes for prom and a nice dress. And she undresses in front of him. By the way, the dad's name in the movie, Daddy, which is awesome. <laughs> that's the way all creepy characters should be portrayed. And this guy is disgusting. He yeah. He, and he gets even more gross as it goes He gets on. so much more gross, and he's just dis- a disturbing-looking guy. Like, just a total fucking gross. Ugh. And I feel oh. way better now knowing that Holly. Because I thought that, that there was just two freak twist. girls who <laughs> love weird, their dads. Such a weird twist. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in that town loves just, their dad. <laughs> everyone in Australia loves their dad a lot. Um, And she's... she's um. Lola's cutting out pictures from the yearbook and she's got Brent circled and she starts cutting out his picture and oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. It is. It's not a good scene here. Um, and we kind of, after that scene, we get a, we get to, we get the full scope of what's going on here. And Brent is tied up at the dinner table. It's a disgusting little shack of a house. It's like it reminded me it reminded me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a small version of that. Yeah. A less wealthy <laughs> Sawyer family. Less um, wealthy. <laughs> um So you have him. He's now in a tuxedo. They put Brent in a tuxedo. He's tied up at a dinner table. There's a woman there uh with a giant hole in her head. And this chair is bolted to the ground. And Brent is waking up to this. And it's just totally fucked. 
just that's the only word to describe it. Yeah. This is one of those few movies and uh I I always put this in like a a good category of movie uh when you when you can put yourself in that situation even if it is a little bit outlandish like this and just be like what do you even do I mean, it's not that outlandish. Like, it's very it's possible not. to be abducted and be a bunch of fucking it's weirdos. Not, and that's even that's even more horrifying, right? Yeah, because like, nothing's all these other about terrible it. stories. Yeah. And ay ay ay. Um. So yeah, he's bolted to it. Uh, he starts screaming, and they. What did they fill the syringe up? It was with? It was like bleach. Was it was it? like Drano. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. I, I was going to ask you, because I know you went to nursing school. Like, would that work? No, I think they just die. Yeah, right. <laughs> just go right in your bloodstream, right? That's what I thought. But I don't know if they were injecting it into his bloodstream or like... His esophagus, like his, or his vocal cords. Is that what they... Like, so that way it would just burn the throat and... Like, Why not just be, pour it down his mouth? Fuck. I don't know, because then... I don't know. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. But yeah, she so um, sticks a syringe in his neck. Yeah. And then they take a family photo. And they well, and they're yelling, "We can't hear you." We, like, what the? Fuck? It's just the worst. It's just the worst. It's so fucked up. Um, but, but going back to what you're saying, like it not being that outlandish. Like while I was watching this, I was like, imagine being at school, like going to school, and there's somebody like this that you just don't know about. And you know, you have no, and idea. you would never know, right? Like she's going to school every day. That's the other, crazy yeah, just living thing. like normal life. And the other really effective thing that I thought was like how ceremonial. It felt like everything was synchronized in that scene. So it's not the first time they've no, done it. Exactly. Which is the like really fucked up part. Like they're like, okay, grab the syringe and the drain. Right. Now. And like they're like, this is when he screams. Well, you find we... out later that that's true. It's not oh, the first time. Oh, yeah. It's... it's been going on since she's like four, <laughs> which was like, honestly, I think that's my favorite part of the movie. Later in the movie, I don't even care. Later in the movie, <laughs> she's showing Brent like, her yearbook essentially of all of her dances and her dates. And they're all kids that have been abducted and murdered by this family. And, uh, or maybe not murdered. Um, but the first one she shows him, she's like five and it's just a five-year-old tied to a chair. And you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? It's so, it's so awful and super effective. And this is way more effective than hostile ever could have wanted to be. In my opinion, it, it was it like felt like it could me, have happened. Yeah, hostile to me is just a little. It's cool. It's a good concept, hostile, and to think that there's like it's like conspiracy theorists. Like there's these groups out there that hunt human beings and stuff. But this was just way more effective, way more relatable, and yeah, way more terrifying. I, I agree. Um. Oh man, yeah, and they do the family photo, and now. The ultimate question that I've ever thought of ever in my life. Um, it's quite the statement. It, you're, when you hear this, you will agree. Who would win in a fight? The mom. I already and, don't agree. The, the woman in this. Okay. Or grandpa from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It would be the slowest fight of all time. No, no, no. I mean, they... <laughs> just give them both hammers and just drop it for fucking four hours. Uh, a 0% strike ratio. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one could strike. I mean... Whoever woman, dies of exhaustion first. Yeah, the, yeah. this woman, I don't think, even moves in, in the movie. I think she, she moans drools. a couple times. Does drooling count? No. <laughs> At least Grandpa can, like, drop a hammer. Grandpa cannot <laughs> drop a hammer. They put it in his hand and it just falls. <laughs> 
Oh, man. I want to see those two make a child. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, maybe they just end up end up in love. It starts out <laughs> make as a, a little fight. Crypt keeper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was the guy's name Enoch? <laughs> I can't even remember. Enoch. I think Enoch was the woman. No, Enoch was, it was the freak. The woman was the mummy, wasn't it? Oh, man. When a freak and a mummy fuck, a crypt keeper is born. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, meanwhile, me and Jamie are having the time of their lives. Just headbanging in a car? That was like the greatest. It's my perfect prom. Dude, that was the yeah the greatest juxtaposition I've ever seen. Like this poor kid being tortured and it cuts to me and Jamie drinking and smoking weed in a car outside of prom, not even <laughs> going in. It's incredible. Um, Shoutouts to Matt Wally. Uh, when we were seniors... Like Buzz and all of them went to our senior dinner. It was like seventy five dollars a ticket. And I bought my ticket and said drank drank a half pint of uh, Jameson with Matt Wally while in our best suits and just headbanged to Slayer the entire night. Didn't make it to the That's dinner. That's perfect. Yeah. That's all I would do. Oh, we also find out um the the woman at the table with the hole in her head, her name is Bright Eyes, which is yes. an awesome name. Yes. This guy knows exactly what the fuck he's doing. He's hitting on all of like the perfect elements of a movie like this that just creep you out. Like the most creepy character in the room has no name except like a kind of happy name, like Bright Eyes. Yeah. And no explanation why she has the hole in her head as of right now. No. You're like what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um there's a couple scenes of them <sighs> They want him to pee. Dude. And they're shoving chicken in his mouth. She's shoving chicken in his mouth. Yeah. Like with her finger. Oh, God. It is so fucking gross. Whenever they include food in scenes like this, it's just the worst. Like, yeah. Like feeding grandpa. Everything comes back to grandpa. <laughs> disgusting. The originator of disgusting, <laughs> kind of dead old people. <laughs> um, but the kid won't eat the chicken, so they grab a hammer. But why do they want him to pee? Um, so they're about, they're, they're threatening to like, I forget what they're threatening with the hammer with, but, um, dude, in the finger licking, get good scene. Yeah. Say it's finger licking good. <laughs> Say it. And then he says it and just like puts her fingers in his mouth. Gross. So fucking vile. That tastes like shit. Um, so the kid, I think they were about to, they were threatening to do something and he's like, I have to pee. Okay. To try and get out of it or like. Why, why does anyone think that would work? But at the same time, it's absolutely 100% what I'm doing. I mean, if you have no chance of exiting, you're going to be like, uh, will you let me go poop? <laughs> Please. Will you let me free so I can go poop? I promise I'll come back. Um, yeah, so he says he has to use the bathroom. And she goes, onesies or twosies? Um, he says he has to pee. She pulls out his dick and grabs a cup. And is making him pee in front of her. Yeah, and he obviously can't because any normal person can't pee while somebody's staring at you. Yeah, like and I have such a hard time doing it when there's people in the bathroom. And then they bring over a hammer and a nail. And they say they're gonna nail his fucking wiener. With ten, she, they give him ten seconds to pee, or else they're gonna hammer nail his wiener into oblivion. Um, <laughs> That's the worst. Oh, dude, it's so brutal. Um, and the dad shows the kid the hammer. And he says, "I killed your dog with this." Yes. Oh, yeah. The dog is dead. That was a very sad scene. 
Yeah. Well, did it die? I mean, it crawled back well, to it was home very somehow. It was amazing. Um, and then, so he starts. <laughs> so yeah, he pees. Yes. Okay. And you're gonna hit the same staring thing. at it, and she says, "It's crying because oh. it's crying. I can kiss it and make it feel better." Oh my! God. So the weirdest the worst thing I've proposition ever seen. getting ahead of oh, her. Oh, dude! And she's and she's like so sympathetic when she says it's crying. She's like, "It's crying." Like what? It's it like chills you. Like it just chills you. It's just so bizarre. And yeah. then yeah, she says like I'll kiss it and make it feel better. And then she just screams, or maybe bite it off so she can never kiss it again. <laughs> this is every male's worst nightmare, right? Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to be offered a blowjob? But when it's put like that, nope, never. No thanks. Come near me. Ever. No thanks. Um, using and, your teeth. Yeah, and and Brent escapes. At this point, he's able to kick them off. Um, he did. He used the razor blade to cut through the ropes. I think is yeah. that how he did it. Yep. He, his razor blade necklace he used to cut through the ropes, and he's off. And he gets outside. And I, I mean, I really thought he was going to make it. Kind of like well, he only the, cut the uh, the hands, so he's oh, still tied up. At that's the right. Hands, so he's, he's hopping. Like hopping. Yeah. yeah, and. uh he gets outside. The dad comes running out. This scene is fucking awesome. Well, well, the dad comes out and gets in his truck and drives directly into a fucking tree. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. And he, but before he drives into the tree, he sees him in his headlights. And there's just this awesome scene. It's like POV type of thing. And this kid's just running like hell to anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. And what sucks is, uh, I mean, I'm not from Australia. I've never been, but I'm imagining this as just being so far out of the way. Like, where do you even go? You don't. And Australia has like all those terrible animals that will kill you in a second. Dude, they have like mice that can kill you. <laughs> There's like mice the size of like Volkswagens <laughs> that are, like just hang out in trees and are like, sup? Bite off your I wish that head. was true. <laughs> I do too. Um, but they obviously catch him. He climbs up a tree and yeah, they throw rocks at him. Which would make me so mad. Oh, I'd be so fucking pissed. And then one hits him right in the head and he just falls out of the tree. (laughs) Just dead. Like, it was awesome. Uh, Oh, it was so good. Uh, They get him back in the house and they drive steak knives through his feet. Loved that hammer. Loved it. There's just something about the way they did it in this movie. It's just so different. I guess you would call it torture porn in a way. Sort of. Yeah, but it didn't feel like a Saw movie. It, just, it felt, no, it, it felt was, like an updated Texas Chainsaw, like we keep saying. Or or unfortunately, kind of maybe like just a realistic portrayal of people that torture human beings. Like, Yeah. I could totally see this in the news. Like, this is the kind of shit you see. It's terrible. Yeah, that scene was great. The hammer, like slowly hammering it through. Yeah. Like, because it, it, like even the way they hammered it was realistic because it didn't go through like one shot. You had to keep hitting it. Yeah. And all you want is for this kid to get fucking revenge. Yeah. It, it just everything that these people do, you just want to be like, I want to kill this girl. Because she's screaming, cry. She wants him to cry and he won't cry when they're yeah, driving. She's so fucking loud. Oh, she's the loudest. Everything about this girl pissed me off. She's a great actress, I thought. Agreed. And nobody in this. Um, really he's done a whole lot after this. She was on Hell on Wheels, and that was really it. And I was really surprised. She <laughs> seems like a... I mean, unless she's just truly a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I don't know, maybe. Um, yeah, and she, she's going... She, this is when she goes through the yearbook. She's showing all the pe- the guys that she's caught and 
killed and and you see that the and kid, she's just laughing the kid from the beginning that yep. caused him to crash into the tree he's was, one of them and the brother of he notices the name and uh the name is i can't even remember um you see oh valentine that's her last name mia valentine and she sees timmy valentine and the cops the cop's son Tim. and it's the cop's son and mia's brother but they never really play into that except no they don't even because the cop doesn't even get that vindication no which cop, was sad cop gets which is what you want yeah the cop oh yeah yep. yeah that's where i thought they were going with it i thought like, he would be the one to save him and which I kind of like too, because they were just like, "Fuck it, this needs to be an hour and twenty-five minutes, and that's what it's going to be." This exactly. cop is not going to get any closure. Mia's not going to get any closure, and everyone's fucked. Yeah, um, and it was awesome. And she's laughing, and she's talking about how they cried and pissed themselves, and it's it's just evil, just pure evil. And then, and then she says, "Yeah, here's the one that got away," and she points to the Timmy Valentine yes. picture. Oh uh, boy. This was tough. This was tough, tough, tough to watch. I'm ready to paint, Daddy. Yeah. She paints with, what was it, a fork and a knife? Yeah. And she, it's just a straight by, up. It's not painting. She's just carving she's her carving. initials and a heart into his chest, much like the kid from the beginning. Yes. L.S. Lola Stone. Drawn on with a fucking fork. Yeah. Nuts. <laughs> like, first of all, that would be so hard. Could you, <laughs> could you imagine? It's like, it reminds me, it reminds me of like the walking dead when they like stab the zombies in the head with a knife and it's like butter. It's like, they just break through these skulls. Like it's like, well, like, at least the zombies is like decayed, you know? Well, yeah, that's true. They, this they're, is they're decayed, but like impossible. It, I well, I don't even want to think about it. It's giving me the creeps. Because, like, honestly, how much pressure would it take? Because, like, how hard have you really pressed on somebody with a fork? <laughs> Not very, to be honest with you. Should we try it out tonight? <laughs> hey, what do we call it? Like, horror signs? Horror signs, yeah. That's it. That's, Get that's, Paul to that, come that's, over. That's, that's, <laughs> hey, me. Paul, we're going to carve a heart on your chest with a fork. <laughs> And then uh, they, if you think that's bad, um, ripping somebody's skin apart with a fork in a shape of a giant heart, uh, they throw an entire bottle of salt onto it. Dude, why? Like they just add. They just it's just it's layer after layer of just pain. And this kid at this point he can't scream, which adds a whole other element to it because you're not getting the horror like ah! it's this horrifying uh like just guttural noise because he I, I can't even do an impression of it because it's just like <sighs> yeah it's awful it's awful because he can't speak he can't vocalize he can't talk it it's just like the most brutal shit i've ever seen yeah i mean he already has his feet fucking nailed to the ground his chest carved and they're pouring salt in his wounds and he has bleach injected into him and he's bleach and after that scene, they pour glitter onto the, the feet wounds. <laughs> the glitter's so hard to get off. Like, everything they're doing would make me so angry. The glitter. I think I would be more angry than I'd be hurt. Dude, the glitter. Okay, so I'd be in, like, so much pain after they carved that heart in my chest. And I'd probably be sitting there, like, just really. I'm be, being like this in my last day on Earth. And then when they poured glitter on my feet, I'd be like, really? <laughs> fucking asshole. Like, are you fucking sick? Can we just wrap this up? Like, I'm. Dying. Yeah, the glitter is 
awful. It's just it's just a slap in the face. <laughs> um, and then she dances with her dad. Well, well, she dances with him first, doesn't she? With his feet nailed. In. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. laughed so hard at that. <laughs> so stupid. Just swaying back and forth. And it just works. It just works. Um, and then she asks her dad to dance. And his reactions are really good, too. He's like, he's playing this like he's the nerd in school. <laughs> and he just got asked to dance by, like, the hottest girl in school. He's like, who, me? <laughs> yeah, you're dad, aren't you? <laughs> That's all she calls you, daddy. Um, and he feels like it's almost like a sense of, like, pride and honor that, that, uh, that she's asking him to dance and they almost fucking kiss. She professes her love for him and they they move in so slow. It's like dude, it is the most sensual. Oh it's man. It's like it's like that scene from every John Hughes movie where like the nerd and the girl finally like slowly move in towards each other. It is. It's so close to that and they get so close to doing it and um what what stops them from kissing? I forget. Uh Oh shit! I didn't write that down either. Oh, oh, are is it because the police come? Yeah, because he's at the the window. Looking yeah, in. the police are coming. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just um, him. It's just that one guy. The one guy. Yeah, yeah. The, the only police officer in Australia. In Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't. I actually didn't remember that kissing scene from the first time I watched it. So that, whoo, 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 that was tough. <laughs> Um, so the cop, Mia's dad, um, is now on the hunt for him. I, I you know, I don't think, I don't think that is what, no, it's not. Guy. Cause, because then there's the trap door and a whole bunch of other shit happens first. Does he get his hands sing, free or something? Sing for your supper. <laughs> That's like a British accent. I don't, what's an Australian That's accent? That's close enough. I might. Yeah. Sing yeah, for good. your supper. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I can't believe I just did that on my video. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so there's this trap door, and they throw it like a fucking dead animal down there, and you just see these like monsters. Always love a movie where you're like, okay, oh, it's torture porn. It's a torture porn movie. It's like a movie like Hostel, and then all of a sudden there's like monsters in the basement, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? And uh, I think Wolf Creek did that, or no, uh, Frontiers was like that. I've never seen Frontiers. That is a good one. Um, but yeah, I love that addition to it, adding that element. Um, so good. And uh, then the dad busts out the power tools. If you Did think this, it can't get worse, it always does. This scene was the toughest for me to watch. So they give him a drill bit lobotomy. But the thing that made it like so hard to watch was that there was smoke coming from his head, like like what yeah. would really happen if you're drilling through somebody's 100%. head. It was 100%. like, and they're le- he's letting Lola do it for basically the first time, and she's not pushing hard enough, and so it's just like going down his face, and he, she's losing control of it, and uh, and then when it finally goes in, you hear it like pierce through the flesh. Like that scene was was the best scene, yeah, great, in terms of like making me uncomfortable. Great, great sound, and uh, now we realize what's happened to Bright Eyes. Um, yeah, she has a big yes. fucking hole in her head. And then it gets worse because if you think it's a lobotomy and they're using a drill to scramble his brains, you're not 100% right. The drill is just because the dad says you don't want to go too far. You just want to break through. Yeah. 
And that is because they are boiling. <laughs> when you say it out loud, of that. it's fucking insane to even come up with this concept. Uh, they're boiling water and they're going to pour it into his skull and melt his brain. Yeah. Boil like, his brain. Who would think of that? Like to put that in there. That's crazy. That is fucking batshit insane. Batshit insane. And that is what happened to Bright Eyes. And even worse, Lola's like trying to pour it on him and like spills boiling water on his head. And she's like, I need a bigger hole. I need a bigger hole. <laughs> so the dad has to go in there and make the hole bigger. Like like, like it's housework. Like it's working on the house. <laughs> uh, Brent gets himself free again, though. How do you do? He had like a razor blade locket from her or something. This is yeah. This is I think I think the first time I I don't remember how he got out the first time, but it was something else. This is how he uses. It's the razor blade he cuts himself with. He keeps it on a necklace. Yes. Okay. And he has it in his pocket, and he cuts the ropes off off of him. <laughs> he pulls the steak knives out of his fucking feet, runs up to daddy. And just starts stabbing the ever-loving shit out of him. Stabs him so hard. One of the hardest stabs I've ever seen. And like a dozen times in the neck. He's yeah. just And he's doing that scream. And it's just... It's it's honestly like an animal attack, right? Yes. Like, there, there was no stopping him. Like, there was no way you could ever stop that kid from stabbing him. No. Not a chance. And it was so satisfying. So satisfying. He also knocks out Lola, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> Fucking quacks her. Um... The father falls down the trap door. Throws that bastard down there. Which I don't we said it looked like there was monsters, but those are actually survivors. As as kids. we learn, they turn and they have the hearts carved into them. Yeah. They are people that have been lobotomized or brain boiled yeah. and thrown in a pit and are eating animals and carcasses and And daddies. And daddies now. And they tear daddy falls, apart. They tear him apart. They tear him apart. But Lola gets up and throws Brent down there, too. Yes. I love a movie where something happens, and I'm like, okay, how does this even work after this? Like, there's no way he can get out. Like, yeah. a good movie, like, has a, has its moments like that where you, you like, are like, okay, how are they even possibly going to do this? Right. It's nuts. Um, but he fends off the survivors with a hammer. Yes. He kind of goes to the corner. I think he has a flashlight too. So yeah, you can see them coming. Yeah, um, and Lola, uh, Lola, just being the wonderful human being she is, uh, suffocates bright eyes. <laughs> no, why did that happen? No idea. No idea. She just suffocates bright eyes, and then she says good night, mommy. So yeah. So that was mom. Although, uh, that, was that supposed to be shocking? Because I just assumed it was mom. The whole I time. assumed it was mom. All of my notes say mom, and I, I mean, I. I kind of knew it was, but I was like, oh, I I must have known that from the beginning of these scenes. But then when she said it, I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that from the beginning. Yeah. But, again, that was another shocker that shocked me. And I was looking back. I'm like, wow, I'm a total fucking idiot. <laughs> I, was like, what was, I was in, like, dreamland that day. I, like, I was an ideal uh, movie viewer that day. Anyone would have begged me to <laughs> watch their movie. Uh, because I was just like, this is amazing. I didn't see any of it. M. Night Shyamalan would have paid for me to see any of his movies <laughs> after The Shining. Or, not The Shining. Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense. That's embarrassing. Um, yeah. And uh, so Lola's pissed. She kills her mom, and this is when the cop shows up at the cop house. Cop shows up. 
He hears the screaming, opens the door. And you see up from Brent's point yeah, of view. Yeah, it's like the Brent's POV. You just see the cop standing there. And, and Lola pops up from behind, but Brent can't yell because he has no no voice. And he just the cop just gets a fucking meat cleaver to the face. Dude, just splits this dude's head. Just splits it straight up. And Lola has an amazing line here. And she says, I'm going to your house now. I'm going to stab your mommy in the neck, just like you did to my daddy. Then I'm going to stab Holly in the head, just like you did, or in the heart, just like you did to me. Yes. Fucking Great. phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, man. But the cop's gun ends up down the, the trap yes. door. And something that I have a problem with, and of course, if I'm in that situation, I probably wouldn't be thinking clearly, but it doesn't seem like your best strategy to unload every single bullet that you have when you finally get a weapon. No. Because he just shoots everything until there's nothing left in the chamber. And I'm sure Paul would agree with me on this. I'd probably just shoot myself. <laughs> yeah. At that point, what's the... Dude, you're trapped in a pit with fucking... Well, that's who I would have used the bolts on first. The the Cretans in the basement <laughs> with me. Those guys are going down first. Like, fuck it. Like, I'm trapped in a hole with them. And then I'd make sure there was a bullet left for me. I'd maybe try 10 minutes to get out. And I'd be like, oh, no, I'm dead. Yeah. I'm D-E-D dead. So much shit all over you. You're fucking hitting the head with rocks. <laughs> Glitter in your wounds. <laughs> <laughs> it takes so oh, many showers to get that off, dude. Man. And then Lola's just, they cut to Lola. She's just hoofing it through the desert with her yearbook, holding onto her yearbook and a giant knife. She's not hoofing it. She's walking so slowly <laughs> in the middle of her. <laughs> That's what I mean by hoofing. She is sandbagging it. She is, she is she like. She needs to have a sense of urgency. <laughs> I mean, she's getting nowhere she's fast. She's covered in fucking blood. She's getting nowhere fast. Here's the other question. Does this, could this movie even work in the United States? I mean, maybe if it was in a really rural area, but like the, the idea of how far away, how isolated they are really makes this movie. And I don't, I just don't even see it working in the United States. I don't know, States. dude. Remember that time we went to uh Scaricon? Oh yeah. Never mind. And that was like three hours. From I'd us. use the bathroom so fucking bad. It took me like, 39 minutes to get to one exit. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and we're wrapping up this movie now. Holly is on her way. She's kind of put it together. Uh, well, she, she'd she gotten, you know, the cop and her kind of put it together that they, they think this is where she is. And what, there's something that really, oh, it's kind of lame. Um, she's like thinking and she remembers him being like, oh, that girl Lola asked me to prom. Yeah, there's no way you'd connect the pieces. You would never connect never. that. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. Unless it was like, oh, yeah, that girl Lola that kills boys invited me to prom. Yeah. Then even, you'd be like, oh, yeah, she probably Even then her. I still probably wouldn't connect with that. So. <laughs> um, so Holly's driving down there. She's driving and all of a sudden the yearbook hits the window and the pages are all floating up in the air. It's super slow motion. It's just great. Um, and Lola is just, there is a stare down that lasts like, it felt like 30 seconds, but it was probably like four or five seconds, <laughs> but they are just staring at each other through the door. And like, why does she not just hit the gas? Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, especially cause she's covered in blood. You've probably figured it Get the out. the fuck out of there. <laughs> I mean, if you could figure out that the, that he's at Lola's house based on one. Oh, she's trying to get into the door. Oh. Just hit the fucking gas. <laughs> me oh, off. man. But you know what? That scene is great because how long it, they're just like staring at each other. Um, 
that's probably what it would feel like in real life, right? Like when you get in a tense situation like that, it feels like forever. Yeah. yeah. And that's probably more likely what it was when reality was like a split second. She probably just grabbed the handle and opened it, but um, it played out perfectly in the movie. Um, they fight in the car. They're out of the car. They're chasing after each other and they start running. Yeah. She's trying to stab Holly and Brent uh, gets out relatively easily by just stacking bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Just stacking bodies. Um, be so hard to stand on top. Dude, it would be so... It would, I, again, I would just kill myself. There's no way. <laughs> I would fall once off of that pile of bodies and be like, nope. <laughs> no thanks. Not for me. Um, the takes girl, the cop car. Yeah, he takes the cop car. The girls are running. You can tell this is going to end somehow. Like This is, this is coming to just literally, uh, no pun intended, just a head-on. Right here, the girls are running in the same direction as he's coming, and he's flying. He's flying. going so fast. Almost uh, hits Holly. Almost hits Holly, dodges, but yanks the wheel, and in a, in a perfect little throwback to the beginning of the movie, sw- swerves off the road and hits Lola. But then comes back, regains control, unlike the beginning of the movie, and just fucking crushes Lola. Yes. Just Absolutely destroys her. Absolutely destroys her. Um, Starts talking to Holly, but you hear that Lola's still alive because she's... I don't know why she's using the knife to like, move her body. using the knife <laughs> to crawl. Making so much noise. Uh, and her wrist is broken, and it's got this awesome special effect with the bone hanging yes. out. It, it's perfect. It's just dangling there. She's basically using one arm. She's just using her elbow. This is the most ineffective way to crawl. <laughs> Using her elbow and a knife. It doesn't work. She would just be in one spot. She wouldn't get any. <laughs> no, no traction. No traction whatsoever. Uh, uh, he backs the cop car up, and it's the slowest slow motion of all time. Oh, it was it's so slow. It's so good. And um, we're going to try it over Lola's head. Right over it. Right over it. I liked it. I think I wanted more to happen to Lola. Like Totally. Totally unsatisfied. I mean... Mm, yeah, it, it, I don't want to call it unsatisfying because she got what she deserved, but right. I wanted him to do back to her what she did to him. Right? Yeah, you it's know? not. Yeah, it's not unsat, and it's not unsatisfying because she was so bad that you're just happy that and she's just get dead. her the fuck out of here. I yeah, agree. I just agree. get her off this earth. I wasn't unsatisfied. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, I know what you mean. It could have been better. Um, and after watching it the second time, if you want to talk about great horror movies. And you want to put this like in a category with that. You have to think. I was thinking about re like the replayability. Is that a word? How you can replayability to be able to watch a movie more than once. If that's a factor of a good horror movie, I think that's where this loses it. Because watching it a second time for me, and I watched it a while ago, it just didn't have that same effectiveness it does in the first one. Talking about it, it does get me very excited and i love it again but like rewatching it I, it was not as enjoyable the second time as it was that first time so i don't know um yeah uh in an interview the writer director sean Byrne called in an interview yeah um they called lola aka princess one of the greatest villains in horror history the what do you think about that? Calling Actually, a critic said that to him in an to interview. Her, okay. Yeah. What do you think about that? No. But 
I mean, there's a lot. Like, there's a lot of villains. The greatest villain, not even in like the horror genre. One of the greatest villains in horror history. In horror history, yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, it's a tough. That's a tough case to make. She's pretty fucking evil. Right, but she's just like a jerk. (laughs) Like you can't compare it to like Myers or Freddy or Jason. She's just an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Um, here's another good note I have before we wrap up this episode. In March 2013, at Chester County Court, Judge Elgin Edwards described a, sadist- a sadistic torture murder as a reenactment of a scene from this film. During sentencing, Judge Evans described the defendant, Gary George, as particularly liking the loved ones. The victim... Andrew Nail was brutally beaten, sustained 49 knife wounds, and had cleaning fluid found in his eyes. George was sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum term of 30 years. What? Yeah. (laughs) Well, that sucks. Fucking terrible. (laughs) Minimum 30 years? For, yeah. Yeah, that's like... um... Dude. Nor- that's like Norway. Remember when Burzum killed the the dude from Mayhem? He got like thirteen years because yeah. <laughs> like, of the max. Dude, he's it, no. Is he in jail right now or is he? No, out? no, he's very. He's much out. Dead. Yeah, because he keeps going back and forth. He like went back. No, no, and- no. He was supposed to be released, but then he like did something stupid. Yeah, he like stabbed. Stuff. <laughs> he killed another guy. <laughs> added two more years. Yeah. Dude, I could talk. We should do an episode just about um, Varg. Varg, yeah. Varg and Euronymous. Yeah, I mean, what? What if? <sighs> Idiots. Now, is that the same one that they plotted the murder with? There was another guy in the band involved, and they went to his house, and they, like, threw him down the stairs first. Var killed Euronymous. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. I, I get them mixed up, because I think there's another group. They threw him down the stairs, like, stabbed him a bunch of times. Who's the one where they claims took- self-defense? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's the one. Well, who's the one that took the brain? That was them, too. Oh, okay. Well, Dead killed himself. Then Euronymous oh, found oh him. Oh my god, that's right. And they used they made a necklace from his uh, skull, skull fragments. Skull fragments. And like Euronymous ate his brains. <laughs> that's what normal, normal people do. This <laughs> stupid. It's that was their album cover. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking bananas. That group. That group. I was just reading about him like a few weeks ago, and I was just like, why? And he's like a political party now. Like that guy is part of a political party. Varg. Yeah, he's a Nazi. Well, yes. Yeah. yeah very big into I white supremacy. wouldn't call them a political party. Well, it's got like, I don't know. I'm reading Wikipedia, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, there was an interview with, uh, this is so off top. Why are we talking about this? Y- Yog, Yog Sothoth wants to know which, which one burned down the church. That was Varg. That was Varg, Varg yeah. 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 And I think. And the guys and from, it, uh, um, one of the guys from Emperor. Yeah. Wasn't it? Faust. Oh, Fa- uh, he killed, he killed the dude too. Yeah. He, he stabbed, the guy. stabbed the guy for being gay. <laughs> He's like a gay parade. Fucking idiots. He's mad that someone was gay. And Varg burned down the church, and then I'm... I'm oh, oh, and he used it as his album cover. Yes. It was his used, first album he cover. He used it as an album cover, then claimed he had no idea what happened to the church, and then was like, actually, I burned down like six churches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Took responsibility for like seven yeah. more that they did. Then I think they charged him later. They were like, no, what? They charged him with a bunch after his murder. <laughs> but it, it obviously didn't add on any extra time. I think Dark Throne was involved with that, too. <laughs> But yeah, it was his fucking album cover. He says he didn't know. He doesn't know what happened to it. Could you imagine if that was happening in the United States? Like, if be like, insane. And it was one of the oldest churches in Norway. Yes, they were relics. Church. They yeah. were. They were all historic churches. <laughs> what the fucking asshole! 
I can't believe we're talking about this right now. Uh, so funny. <laughs> wait, wait uh, Brian wait. Jackson just said, and we're we're talking about our we're doing a live stream right now on YouTube. So if you, I don't know, whatever, we're doing a live stream on it, and I haven't been reading these, but people left us a lot of awesome comments. Um, but Brian Jackson just said, which which black metal guy didn't burn down a church? <laughs> and he's fucking right. I think they all did. Oh, Probably man. Mortis. The fucking, do you remember Mortis? No. I remember the wrestler Mortis. I'm gonna, oh my god. <laughs> Mortis is the stupidest looking guy you'll ever see. <laughs> um, what were we saying before about Varg, though? Um, I don't know. Just pick. Dude, just fucking look at Mortis. Oh my. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Well, that's what I was saying. Alice Cooper said that like he toured in Norway and like people were telling him about the, the black metal inner circle and like they all came to like see him at the mall to like meet him. He said they're all nerds and got dropped off by their moms. Like all uh, everyone in mayhem. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> I read that too. Um dude, black metal is just really funny to talk about. <laughs> Brian Jackson just said it's Uncle Rumple. <laughs> Totally. It is. It's totally uncorrumpled. <laughs> I wish I wish this guy saw um saw Rumpel Stiltskin. It was just like, Dad. <laughs> Uncle Rumpel was like, son. I wish Immortal were uh in the WWE. Yeah, I do too. Look at this fucking picture. <laughs> Tag team champions of the world. <laughs> Alright, so let's pretend like we were actually we're wrapping up the show. <laughs> so yeah. Black metal. I'll probably leave all of that in. <laughs> um, so that was the loved ones. Highly recommend it. Definitely a check out. Uh, it's one of those ones I feel like sits on everyone's like w- wish list uh, for movies, and they just like always put it off. Um, but totally worth it. Joe is deep in um, black metal right now. Well, the, I just I just remembered this picture. So keep keep talking. All right. Um, I don't really have much to talk about. Uh, so let's wrap it up. Um, guys, check us out. Of course, facebook.com slash I hate horror. I'm on Twitter at I hate horror show. Joe's at Joe V421. Uh, what else are we on? Anything else? I hate horror.com. Uh, thanks to Harley Poe for allowing us to use the album. Uh, fuck. I am a mess. Uh, thanks to Harley Poe for allowing us to use the song. Gorehound off the album Pagan Holiday. Uh, we're also on Instagram at I Hate Horror. Joe is. Do you even remember your Instagram name? I can't yeah, it's Boogness 1985. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> so that's it. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, we post some stuff there. Stupid thing to say. Oh, t shirts uh, are probably back in stock now. Uh, by the time we release this, I think I'm putting them up over the weekend. I'll have posted reminders for you. Uh, but check them out. Um, Thanks again to everyone. That yeah, won. thank you for the pre-orders. Those that, those were amazing. I finally got the last uh, international one out today. Um, so that was great. So everyone got their shirts. I'm glad you all liked them. And um, yeah, hopefully we can sell the rest of these. And uh, I have nothing to say after that. Okay. Um, yeah, so those will be up online. Um, so check those out. I, I'm trying to remember our big cartel address probably i hate horror.bigcartel.com but just go to our facebook page and i'm sure i'll be pumping the shit out of them to try and get those out of my house because i don't want to look at them anymore they're in big bags so my dog hair doesn't get all over them um (laughs) that's it man that's it next week (sighs) 
Oh, see no evil. See no evil. Fuck, I forgot we were doing that. You know, we mentioned it 20 times. See no evil. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. I'm so excited. All right, guys. For Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios.